a lot of the podcast episode topics I choose are things that I am personally trying to become more awesome at, things I haven't mastered and it's a work in progress and I want to learn more and do better and share what I've learned. Every now and then there's a podcast topic that I can humbly and confidently say, I've got it. This is one of those. How to be awesome at not being easily offended. It is so hard to actually offend me. It's kind of crazy to think about. Today we are diving into what it actually takes to not be offended by things that people say to you or situations that are outside of your control. Oftentimes we are assuming or projecting or making something small into something big. By not being offended, you free up so much mental bandwidth and save yourself so much stress and agony. A big part of this is believing people when they show you who they are and then adjust your relationship if you need to. If you're close to someone who is constantly offending you, do you need to do some inner work so you aren't taking things offensively or do you need to put a little distance between you and them? I think not being offended is a superpower because you have the confidence to know that when things go sideways, you can brush it off and move on because that leaves you feeling awesome instead of shitty. No brainer, right? Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I have a few scenarios for you to think about, and I want you to ask yourself, would this offend you? Okay, ready? If you are scrolling on social media, say you're relaxing at night and you're checking up on the day and seeing what people are doing, and you see that there was a party, um, or maybe let's call it maybe more like a restaurant party, just kind of like a casual-ish birthday get-together, and some of your friends were there and some were invited, but you weren't invited, and you is your instinct to be offended? I think for most of us, it is. If it's sort of, if we're sort of in the group of friends, um, but we weren't invited, we can kind of tell ourselves a story about it. Now, I think that this happens so often with social media, and it's so hard because with events and birthdays and even dinners and restaurants and even even just more casual events, you can't include everyone. You just can't. And a lot of times when we see something like this, it feels personal when I think most of the time it's not personal at all. You can only have so many people and sometimes maybe it was a specific group or certain people put it together and there was just a set set number of people. I think it's easy for us not to look at all sides of it and put ourselves in their shoes. So sometimes when we feel this way, maybe we should put ourselves in their shoes and be like, well, if we were putting together a dinner, would that person, would the host of this be on our list? And I bet you oftentimes the answer is no, because maybe the person who put it together is more of your distant friend, not your close friend, even though some of your close friends were invited. But maybe that person wouldn't naturally fall on your list because you're not just you're just not that close with them compared to other friends. I think that instantly it's 
oh my gosh, how was I not included? What does that say about me? What are they thinking about me? Why was I disincluded when I think a lot of times it's not, it's just not that. How about this? What about um, if you are, let me tell you a story that happened to me. And I shared this actually on a podcast um, a little over a year ago. So I was having a really self-conscious body time. I, I had this stomach SIBO that I was battling and I would bloat, like not like two months pregnant bloat, like six months pregnant bloat. And it would kind of go up and down and it was super uncomfortable and also hard to dress because my body was changing so much. We were going to this um, charity luncheon, me and my girls. The dress that I had ordered didn't fit because I was really bloating up quite a bit. And so I had to take all three of my kids and we had a friend, one of the girls had a friend with them. So there were four kids with me um, the day before uh, the event and it was stressful. The kids are running around because they didn't want to be there after school one day. So I finally found a dress that worked. I was going into the dressing room and I kind of explained to the girl like, hey, I'm just having a self-conscious moment. Bear with me. I'm going to try on some things. So we find a dress and it was just barely too tight. And she suggested a, she's like, well, I think we should go up two full sizes so that it could actually zip on you. Something like that to where it was like, huh, girl, I just told you I'm self-conscious. Like this thing is like almost zipping. Like, do you really need to say two full, like instantly it was just like, whoa, like a ton of bricks hit me. Like that was unnecessary. And I was like, that was so offensive. And then I just took a step back. And especially later, I'm not sure how clear I was in the moment, but in the next day when I was thinking back on it, I was just like, listen, to her, she's trying to be helpful or she's trying to make a sale. And maybe she was just trying to get me into something that felt comfortable. I'm sure she wasn't either way, no matter what, it was unnecessary, but she wasn't trying to be offensive. So what what benefit does it give me to be offended and put energy and bandwidth towards it? Sometimes people are going to say things that are just going to offend us because they're either rude or unnecessary or just they just didn't think through it. So in my mind, I was like, who knows? Maybe she was just trying to make the sale or make me feel comfortable or just move on with it or just tell me what they had in stock. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But here's the thing. None of us are perfect. We all say stupid things sometimes. Maybe that was one of those. I'm just not going to be offended. I'm not going to tell my husband the story or my friends because then it just makes it bigger. I can kind of just chalk it up to maybe she said something stupid. Maybe she wasn't really listening to me when I was sort of explaining the situation. Either way, comments about personal appearance can be things that we take the most personally because it feels so personal, but I think a lot of times it's not. And to realize that our biggest fight some days is just to fight to stay in a happy headspace or get in a happy headspace. So by allowing that in, by allowing that comment in, all we do is make it so that our that plan is disrupted, right? Our happy headspace is compromised and I just wasn't going to do that. One other personal example from my own life. I can't remember if I've shared this story on a business businessy kind of podcast episode. But when I owned Million Dollar Tan, I was pitching my products to big retailers. We had gotten into Nordstrom. We were on home shopping networks. And I was in, it was kind of just after that phase, I was in a big boardroom presenting my company. And the head of the organization 
uh, was a male, was an older guy, probably 65, and he was like the boss, the head guy. So I pitched my whole brand, and we were sort of negotiating the terms. We were They wanted to carry our line in their stores, and we were negotiating the terms. So I did this powerful performance with product demonstration that worked beautifully, a PowerPoint. Like I really put in a lot of effort. Thankfully, it went off without a hitch. He presented what he what their offer was. And he said, now wait, before you answer, you can take time, take time, go discuss it with your husband, and you can get back to us. Okay. So I'm a woman in business. I work really hard. Not once did I mention, I mean, I was wearing a wedding ring, but not once did I mention my husband. My husband does not own any part of the company, did not own any part of the company. He's not involved in any decision-making for the company. And so right away, my eyes were like, oh my gosh, because I am a woman in business, he thinks I need to run it by my husband who must be, I don't know, the superior in this relationship or like I'm not capable of making this big decision on my own because I'm wearing a wedding ring. Like instantly I was just like, what the hell just happened? Like, who is this guy? And then this one I was able to do in the moment. I was like, deep breath. This is his perspective. Like maybe this is just in that, you know, he is at that time I was around 35, he's around 65. He's he is 30 years older than me. I think a lot of this can also be generational. Maybe it's generational. Who knows? Maybe it is sexist. But in my mind, I just thought, take it down. Cause I re- I was gonna not pop off in a very respectful way, because we we're in a full boardroom with full uh, and my instinct was to like show him up, but I also know respect. And I also know that it doesn't do me any strategic good, right? So it's kind of this battle of standing up for yourself, but also realizing what's smart in business and what's smart in life. And to for me to push to push it in this room when he's the boss and all his employees are here, that would do me no good for sure strategically. But also, I didn't feel like I wasn't standing up for myself because that's just his era. I really think that's what it was. That's his generation and he wasn't trying to be rude. In his mind, that's what women did. So I gave a very, a very strong, like kind of a, a smile, like, okay. And I just said, you know what's crazy? I make all these decisions 100% on my own. I don't need to refer to anyone. I don't need the time, but I appreciate that grace right? So instead of popping off, which was my instinct, I just decided, you know what? I am going to have empathy, put myself in his shoes rather than label him an a-hole. I'm going to label him generationally different than I am. And therefore that's his perspective. And I'm going to give like a strong, but no thanks approach. And it worked. And I walked out of there proud of myself. I still was kind of shocked. Like, did that really just happen? Because that's like a big thing. When you're doing decision-making and, and when you're negotiating deals and we're presenting sides, I don't know. I'd never been in a situation where someone said, if you need to stop and consult your husband, we'll give you time. I was just like, I've worked way too hard, buddy, to kind of belittled like that. But then I was like, he's not trying to belittle me. That's just his perspective. So a couple personal stories about how my instinct was to be offended, but I've done so much inner work on this, I've realized that it doesn't it does me no good. And oftentimes it 
it only hurts you in whatever situation, whether it, it takes you takes time out of being present, it causes you a conflict in the relationship that's not necessary. This, you know, so people are complicated and situations are complicated, but the way to uncomplicate that is to train yourself to not be easily offended. There are two ways I think we often feel offended. First, someone is directly rude or hurtful, right? Directly rude, no way about it. They're, they say something that's hurtful or judgmental, and so we feel offended. The other way is something happens and we create a story about it that may or may not be true. Like the example of what we were talking about not being included to an event that you see posted on social media. I think that it's important to realize that oftentimes we take information, whether it's a picture or hearsay from someone else, and we create a story about it when it might not actually be the case. I think that so often it's rarely about you. Almost nothing is actually personal. When someone is being critical of you or is hurtful or talks down to you, it's it's often about them. It's often them working through their own stuff. They could be feeling vulnerable or insecure or unhappy or jealous. When people are struggling, they often try to boost themselves up by putting you down. They are often taking their stuff out on you. You've probably heard the saying, which is such a good one, only hurt people hurt people. It's true. And a lot of times they don't mean to. They're working through their own shit and you get caught in the crossfire. It's the truth. When we feel good about ourselves, we don't go around trying to belittle others or be mean. When we've worked through our issues and we're showing up whole and happy and present and confident, we're usually more aware and less hurtful or inconsiderate of other people. So we want to be very self-aware and self-actualized and be able to ask ourselves in situations, is there any truth to this? So if someone says something offensive or someone is judging you or someone kind of tells, you know, some big negative opinion about you, take a second and ask yourself, did you maybe say something that came across in a way that you didn't think it did or didn't mean to? Be mature and not defensive, even if their delivery sucked. Maybe you'll be like, okay, I could have handled that a little bit better. I see how it could have been taken like that. Maybe I need to apologize or clarify or not. And then you let it go, right? For me, I know that I wake up every day and do my best to be a kind and considerate human and just do the best I can with everything I do. And listen, I fail all the time. I make mistakes and I miss the mark and I or say the wrong thing or forget something important. But I know that at my core, I am a genuine, caring, awesome person. Like I just, I work so hard to, to hold myself to that standard. So by doing that much self-work, it is so valuable because you'll be able to be self-actualized and not, not be offended if you're like, yeah, I actually handled that shitty. I could have done better. Or no, there's actually really no truth to this. I am being honest with myself and this is something that has been you know, created that is no doing of mine and I'm just going to let it go. I think there's a lot to be said to 
to have the ability to self-reflect, right? Like if you have a podcast and people write you negative comments or reviews or send you a DM that's rude, to be able to say, okay, is there any value to this? Is there any truth to it? Is there any lesson to it? Is there any way that I can, you know, improve or be better or learn something from this? If so, take the nugget of of tip, the tip, the help. If not, move on. I'm telling you, it is most likely a them issue, not a you issue. One other major thing I want to say before moving on to the next topic on this, and I think this should be its own podcast episode completely on its own. It's something that in our house we live by. And it goes like this. Even if someone lowers their standard of themselves, we don't lower our standard. Now, I do this with my kids often. So one kid does something kind of shitty to the other, and then the other kid does something shitty. I'm like, to the second kid, listen, they lowered their standard. They they didn't let you on the trampoline. They lowered their standard of what was good, right? That wasn't good. They lowered their standard. But then by you afterwards coming and pushing, you lowered your standard too. I understand why you did it because they were rude, so you were rude. But now you you you've made you've lowered your standard. Your standard is not to be a rude human. Your standard is to be an awesome, considerate human. So just because someone else is willing to lower their standard doesn't mean you should lower yours. I need to figure out how to articulate all of that into a podcast and growth, but I'm telling you, that is something that's really helped our family from five years old to my husband's 51. It is such a great lesson because we react based on how, based on our interactions, but to keep yourself to your same standard, even when someone else lowers theirs is literally a superpower. I'm going to do a podcast on that. Side note. Okay. Other type, other way that we are often offended by mind reading. Stop trying to mind read because you can't. We read into things and we create a story in our head and that can take us down a rabbit hole. And listen, when you know, you know, when you go down this rabbit hole, it doesn't affect anybody else but you. You're the one staying up late at night or or going down a rabbit hole on social media and finding out every single person that was at that event or creating this story about why this person doesn't like you or why this person treats you differently when this whole thing could be in your head. Maybe it has absolutely nothing to do with you. And by creating it, we just give ourselves mental stress that we don't need. The key to mastering this is knowing yourself. Be self-aware. Tell yourself, I know myself well, and this isn't aligned with me, whether it's criticism or whether it's being disincluded from something. Back to what I said in the introduction. A big, big, big part of not being offended is also keeping the right people in your inner circle, right? So my husband loves the story of the scorpion and the frog. If you haven't heard this story, I will tell it very quickly. There's a scorpion and the frog on one side of the riverbank. The scorpion says, hey, frog, can I jump on your back and you can take me across the river? The frog's like, no, why would I do that? You're a scorpion. You'll bite me. The scorpion's like, no, no, no. Of course I won't bite you. You're helping me. Just give me a boost across the river. All right. Scorpion gets on top of the frog. They get nicely across the river. They get to the bank. Scorpion bites the frog. The frog is like, why'd you bite me? And the scorpion's like, because I'm a scorpion, right? 
there are people who are scorpions. It is your job to believe people when they show up and show you who they are, especially repeatedly. Now, listen, we all make mistakes, you and I included. We've talked about this. We make bad decisions. We're having a bad day and we're rude to someone we don't mean to be, or we kind of take out our own insecurity or issue on someone else. We all have those moments. It's our job when we know we do that to apologize and explain. Hey, listen, I was going through a bad day. Like I was just that is not how I meant to treat you. That's not how I meant for that to come out. Please forgive me, right? Be open, be honest, be vulnerable. It's not weak, it's powerful, okay? So we know when we do that, we're going to fix it the best we can. The flip side, when people do this to you, if you have a scorpion in your life and you know who I'm talking about, it's someone who repeatedly, not these one-off things that we're talking about like when we make a mistake and we apologize, but when people repeatedly are inconsiderate or the relationship is one-sided or they're judging you or tearing you down or telling you all the things you're trying to do are – they're negative about it. That, that You'll never do this. You'll never run a marathon. You'll never start a business. You'll – you know, your, your kids are, aren't well-behaved. You can't take them to restaurants. Whatever. On and on and on. Whatever judgment people have of you, this is the thing. You know that you are waking up every day and doing your best and there is physically no room in your life for scorpions. So in this whole topic, I need to do a podcast on scorpions. I must. We've decided it together today. We must. But in this in this respect, it is so important to, if you are on a journey to not be offended in life, you must distance yourself from scorpions, from people who have shown you who they are because it's no longer their fault. It's not their fault they're an asshole because they've shown you over and over and over there that they're an asshole. It's now your fault. You know it and you are allowing it to happen anyway, right? So distance yourself from those people who are going to offend you or hurt you or belittle you or judge you. You must Give distance. I know this can often be easier said than done, especially if it's a family member or an in-law or, or a coworker. Some people we're going to have to interact with, but we can be strategic about it and put distance. Respect yourself and put distance. Another one of my favorite, favorite, favorite sayings is nobody who's doing better than you is judging you, right? Like there's no one that's out there freaking killing it that's – like sitting to criticize you. It just doesn't happen, right? It's the people who are dealing with their own inner stuff that are judging you. So listen, I am not interested in your opinion in me. If what I'm doing, if I'm out on the field getting my ass kicked and you're sitting up in the bleachers watching, I'm not interested. Also not interested in scorpions in life. No, thank you. You've showed me who you are over and over and over again. I am going to believe you and I'm going to be in less situations to be offended because I am putting distance in the relationship between you and I, right? Okay, to round up the end of this podcast, I have a couple tips on not being offended. First, practice empathy. Put yourself in other people's shoes and try to understand their perspective. To see things from their point of view and understand why they may have said or done something that you found offensive, even if it wasn't right, just by putting yourself in their their shoes can and practicing empathy can give you a lot of clarity on it and allow you to let it go. 
Next tip, laugh things off about yourself and other people. Be able to laugh at yourself and also things that happen to you rather than taking everything so seriously, um, just being able to see the lighter side of things. Honestly, sometimes when I'm out in the world and someone is like super offensive, I'll kind of just laugh just because for me, that's a better way to deal with it. I've been in a couple of situations where people are like super rude to where the natural reaction would be to be rude back or defend yourself. And I literally just kind of laugh because I've just decided I'm going to take the lighter approach. I'm not even going to justify a response. And it kind of makes me feel better actually that I just kind of laugh because to them, it's like, like that's not what they expect. And to me, it's like, listen, I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction that I've even processed what you're saying, I'm just going to kind of laugh it off because I'm not going to take this so seriously. Oftentimes I think when I see people get really heated, you know, picture yourself in like a really crowded Costco where people, you know, bicker at each other or something in the line. Like to me, that is not worth an ounce of your bandwidth. So even if someone is rude to you, don't snap back. Do not be easily offended. I'm telling you, just laugh because like, we have decided we are not going to take life that seriously. And that is ridiculous. Like whatever they're saying is so ridiculous. We're just going to laugh it off. Next, let be like Elsa and let it go. Instead of holding on to grudges and resentments, which are exhausting, it is so much easier to let go of the negative emotions and just focus on the positive. Honestly, the mind shift of focusing on the positive in life is it's just everything. It is it is so powerful. And when you can really understand that holding on to grudges and resentments just puts weight on your heart, on your day, and that is energy that could be put towards other things, right? Other other phases, other experiences. Like before you know it, you will be in another phase of life. We are only in each phase one time. So to put energy towards resentment or grudges, even if it's justified, even if it is 100% justified to hold on to a grudge your entire life because of what someone did to you, why? It doesn't affect them. It affects you. The weight on your heart, no way. We have to let it go. Next, communicate openly and honestly. If something or some, if something someone says does or does bothers you, it's so important to communicate in a constructive way. Now, choose your battles. Don't pick everything. But if it is someone who's close to you and it's important, we have to get in a healthy space of being respectful and honest, and it can really help clear up misunderstandings and really strengthen your relationships. I've gotten to where I am so very rarely offended, and I tell people, like if in business or say I'm working, like right now I'm working with a mentor client and we're doing all new logos. They've, this has been a family business since 1995. There is so much history and there's so much that goes into it. I want them to know you cannot offend me. I am so honored to be a part of this journey and to help you create this new branding and approach and logos. You cannot offend me. There's something so like freeing and open, especially in new relationships that you're forming when people know that you're not easily offended. I think it's just, it just, it makes for more room and more space in the relationship, whether in anything, whether it's at work or in entrepreneur business or whatever it is, or just a social business, just people or social interactions, just people knowing that you are not easily offended 
sort of strengthens your relationship and takes the pressure off. I I just love it. I tell people like someone will be like, oh my gosh, oh, listen, I did not even realize I did not include you for this or I didn't include your kid for this. I think that's another thing. People get offended, not for themselves, but for their kids. Listen, we cannot put these issues on our kids. Like if our kids weren't invited to something. So I see so many moms lose so much. I mean, I don't know, like have so much stress over this type of thing because their kid wasn't invited to something. We all know how things go. Sometimes the kids plan it. Oh, let's meet up after school at yogurt land. And then all of a sudden someone else's sibling comes and it ends up being a pool party at someone else's house and it just evolved that way. But then we see a picture later and we're like, oh, how was my kid not included? That is so hurtful. And then our kid overhears us talking about it to our spouse and now it's become a thing and it was never a thing. Do not do this for your kids and do not let them hear you talking about things because you'll make them feel insecure and you'll give them an issue. No, 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 no. Even if we don't know all those details, we're just going to assume, oh, that was probably one of those things that just kind of evolved. It wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't malicious. And that's what I'm going to believe because it's that's probably what it was. It gives people the benefit of the doubt. And I walk away from the situation stress-free, not taking things so seriously, not assuming I know the whole story. And just move on, let it go. But I'm telling you, being able to communicate openly and honestly with the people you love is everything. If someone who's so important to you, if you feel hurt, having a really genuine, honest conversation is everything because you won't hold on to things. You'll feel free and happy. I'm in a stage, honestly, where I don't have any hangups with anybody who I'm super close with in my life because if there's ever anything or different situations come up, I kind of just say, hey, I don't think we'd be comfortable in this type of situation, or I'm just super upfront. Instead of going into a situation where our family wouldn't be comfortable or or something like we would we would dread actually going to something, I'm just honest and I try to adjust things to set us up for the best experience all the way around. And I find that Anyone who I'm very close to in my life has a similar mindset and is appreciative of the communication. Even if it's uncomfortable for the first couple seconds, it always works out so much better. Last tip to not being offended, self-awareness. Become so self-aware that you see, okay, I'm being offended. I, I feel myself being easily offended. Why? What's triggering this? And figuring out what strategies work for you to manage your emotions, you know? Do I need to just let it go? Do I need to have a conversation? Do I need to just not take things so seriously and laugh this off? Do I need to put myself in other people's shoes and understand that I don't know the whole situation? I'm telling you, the whole thing about not being offended lightens your life so much, so much, There's just this whole sense of complication and heaviness that you avoid. Again, we need to be self-aware. We need to show up as often as we can at 110% version of ourselves and be keep always working to be the most awesome we can at our core and be considerate of others and kind and remember things that are important to other people, all that kind of scuff, stuff. Beware of scorpions. Distance yourself from scorpions because if you let scorpions in your life, you're always going to be offended because they're always likely going to be do, thing, do things that are selfish and narcissistic and that do offend you, right? So we need to manage that right off the bat. 
But I'm telling you, if you can do some inner work and every day show up with these skills to realize you might not know the whole story, it doesn't benefit you to create this story in your head when you don't know and you're never going to know how the play date ended up happening or how this lunch of kind of a friend of, you know, a, a friend of a friend that you think maybe you shouldn't have been invited to. Listen, you'll never know the whole story. And it's not worth calling a friend and figuring it out and another friend, another friend. How about you just just be light about it and say, listen, I don't know the whole thing. I'm just going to choose not to be offended because that feels better. I'm telling you, it feels so much better and lighter and you will be happier in the short term and the long term if you can master the things we've talked about or continue to work on the things we talked about in this podcast about not being offended. It is a super, super, super power. It allows you to be more present in the moment with what you're doing and the people you love. And it allows you to really control the energy and your your bandwidth, the energy that you put out, the energy that you, the attention that you give to certain things. I hope this podcast was so valuable and you are also on a mission like I am to constantly work on yourself, do the inner work, do the strengthening so that you are never easily offended and very rarely offended at all because you know it's just not worth it. Thank you so much for listening. Ping me on Instagram. I have this new really cool, fun program going called An Awesome Thing a Day. Every day on social media, on Instagram, I post something that I think is the most awesome in its category. All sorts of different things from health to skincare to organization to home decor, a little bit of fashion and styling, all sorts of things. It's super fun. I love doing it. So make sure you check that out on Instagram. Also DM me if you got a lot of value from this podcast episode, specifically the best thing ever. If you could screenshot exactly what you're listening to right now and post it in your Instagram stories, I will repost it. That's the best way to share the podcast and that's how we grow. Thank you so much for listening. You are awesome. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.